Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back. We are in the final half hour of the program today. And uh, in just a few moments, we'll be speaking with Utah Governor Spencer Cox on the on the day he makes an announcement kicking off the first annual statewide Feed Utah food drive. Uh, there's some details I'd like you to hear from the governor direct on how you uh, can help your fellow Utahn. Uh, COVID-19 is knocked us all upside the head pretty good. And one of the blessings of living here in the state of Utah is uh, when you need a hand, uh, there is often someone there nearby willing to extend theirs and pull you up. That's, uh, that's a pretty good trait uh, about Utahns. And it's a wonderful thing when you see those lists uh, come out periodically announcing that uh, Utah stands atop the list of uh, charitable giving. Or in terms of volunteerism, Utah stands tall and at the top of a list. It's a, a wonderful thing. And uh, on, a, on a personal note, you know, uh, I'm going to be hanging things up here in about two and a half weeks. On April 2nd, it'll be my last program here. I'll be heading back to Washington, D.C. Something I want to do with the remainder of the time here is to find opportunities uh, to to connect those in need with those who are in a position to give. And this, as I saw this this morning uh, and uh, heard the governor describe uh, what is being asked of Utahns. I thought, well, you know what? This is exactly the type of thing I want to try to do uh, over these next two and a half weeks. And so in a moment, uh, the governor will explain. And before we get there, let me put out this uh, plea to you. If you are aware of any uh, any opportunities or any uh, communities in great need, uh, would you let me know about them? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, shoot me a note. Let's see if we can uh, help a few folks in these last few weeks you and I have here together. And with that, I'll welcome uh, Governor Spencer Cox to the program. Governor, how are you? We am great. It's great to be with you, although I'm sad that it's going to be for a, for a short time. We're excited for your new adventure, but, but sad to be losing you. Yeah, I, it is, it's an incredibly bittersweet thing. Uh, it, uh, I stayed up a, a number of nights trying to, to make the, the right decision, and I think ultimately I do end up making the right one for myself, my family, uh, and hopefully, hopefully the country. Uh, and, and I think and feel strongly that it is. Uh, Governor, this morning you uh, made quite an announcement. You made a donation uh, of sorts. There's an opportunity for folks to give here in the state of Utah. Tell us all about it. Sure. Well, I thank you for using your last couple of weeks to to connect people to these opportunities. It's what Utah does best. But the Utah Food Bank desperately needs donations right now. Um, that, that's true every year. But of course, the, the past year has really challenged them in ways that we, we haven't seen um, in decades. And uh, and so we have an opportunity. This this used to be called Scouting for Food, something that many Utahns will remember. Um, we, we're not doing that anymore. But but this is this is a very similar thing um, that, that people will come around 
around um, our many of our faith communities, their young people, young men and young women will be we coming around during this uh, this food drive this this weekend, and uh, and it's an opportunity for people to just put bags of, of food out from their pantries out on their porches, and uh, these, these young people will pick it up, and again, it will just bless the lives of, of hungry Utahns. Unfortunately, we have about 511,000 Utahns that face hunger every day, and a shocking one in five children who are unsure where their next meal might come from. In, in addition to that, we have 163,000 individuals that are reflected in these statistics just due to COVID-19 economic fallout. So hunger is a real thing, and, and this is what Utah does best. We donate, we give back, we volunteer, and uh, we help to make it right. The That one in five Utah children not uh, always knowing where their next meal will come from is is something that when I first learned of that statistic, something that absolutely broke my heart. Uh, and, and it's different for me now. You know, I've got a little kid of my own, and uh, you know, when she's hungry, it's drop everything and get some food in her belly. And to think of first off the physical discomfort of the children, and also the 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 feeling of well, I'm not sure what the word is, but powerlessness maybe uh, felt by those parents who are in circumstances where they're not able to provide. Uh, for their children. Uh, getting involved, if you've got the means, is absolutely crucial. Uh, it, it, talk to me again about uh, the, the kinds of foods uh, that we're going to be dropping outside the door. Yeah, well, this is this is uh, the, very common. We don't want any perishable foods, right? So, so cans and boxes are are the types of things that we're looking for. Um, if you if you have high protein foods, you know, peanut butter, tuna fish, those types of things that are that are really good for um, for for people and and again, good for kids. You know, I, t- talking about the kids, it, it's. Um, it's interesting as I talk to teachers, and we often have no idea. I mean, it may be your kid's friends. Um, they'll, they'll pick up food after school, and, and most kids have no idea. Uh, I talked to some teachers who, you know, they, they referred to it as, as their, their Maslow kids. Like, you can't, you can't learn, right? That there's, if, if you're worried about the basic necessities of, of food, your ability to perform in school goes way down. So, so these donations will help kids and families all over the state. Um, last year, the Utah Food Bank distributed uh, the equivalent of 44.1 million mills. Um, that, that's just a huge number. Again, because of the pandemic, it's, it's been much worse this past year, even though Utah's economy is, is doing great. There are lots of people that are still struggling. We, we did a food drive um, for my inauguration, and Utahns donated more than $200,000, which was the equivalent of 1 million meals. But that puts it into perspective. We did 44 million meals in the last, in the last year. We just need everyone who can to, uh, to help out and participate. And this weekend's the perfect and easiest opportunity. You don't have to go anywhere. You just put it out on your porch and uh, these young people will come and pick it up get that done before at 9 a.m uh, folks will come by and scoop it up and if you're if you're if you're not able to uh, and you still want to give I believe utahfoodbank.org again utahfoodbank.org uh, they'd be happy to receive a monetary donation if you want to navigate your way over there uh, governor thank you so much for your time and getting behind this effort here thanks Lee we appreciate you getting the word out and listen, if if, uh, if we need a reminder on this before uh, Saturday, maybe you and I connect again, but you can certainly count on me uh, refreshing folks' memory before they go to bed on Friday night. Thank you, Lee. 100%. Uh, all right, so there you have it. The, the details are uh, you get some food out in front of your home, non-perishable, of course, uh, before 9 a.m. on Saturday. That's the 20th. There'll be volunteers to come by to pick up that food. What's the scope of the need right now? Well, 
over half a million Utahns are facing hunger. Many, many of those Utahns, and listen, you, you may be one of the, those Utahns yourself. And let me say that there's no shame in being in the circumstance in which you find yourself. There's no shame. This pandemic came and knocked us all upside the head. It was an unfair and brutal blow. And finding yourself in need is natural and it's understandable. And like I said, there is no shame in it. 511,000 Utahns facing hunger right now, many for the first time due to this pandemic. That number includes one in five Utah children who don't know where the next meal is coming from. Think about being hungry yourself. Feel those pangs of hunger. There's something you can do about it, though. Get the non-perishable food outside your front door by 9 a.m. this coming Saturday. Volunteers will swing by and pick it up and get that to folks who need it. You want to give money? Uh, UtahFoodBank.org. Log on. Send your money over there. It's going to equate to food in the bellies of the hungry. All right? And still looking for opportunities to give. 57500. Uh, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'm going to use these last two and a half weeks I've got here on the air to try to put those in need in touch with those who have a bit to give. 57500. Quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the next pool of people being tested to receive the vaccine. Kids. Moderna has announced the beginning of its vaccine trials on children. What does that mean for this ever steady march towards normalcy? We'll get into the details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.